up, everybody? It's Friday night, and you know what that means. It's time for an all-new Socially Awkward Studios. We got your dude, Steve-O. And me, I'm your boy, Froyo. It's Friday night. The drinks are tight. Let's have some fun. What the hell is up? Yeah, is that how you're doing? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just figured since you had the show notes up because I didn't even bother to pull them up, just figure just be like, hey, I'm really low energy tonight, so get ready for that. So yeah, it's socially awkward. It's episode three eighty six, maybe I'm not sure. It's March tenth, and woo, Eric, take it away. It's you gotta, uh, you gotta give you gotta give me something to vibe off of because if not, this show is gonna be a Debbie Downer. <laughs> I have no energy. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I I, I mean, could talk about my. Uh, I went out last night. I actually. Uh, I know went to, uh, a, Eric, went to a concert. Uh, said Eric, but Matthew and I were uh, super excited for you because we felt like you really needed that, and you should try to treat yourself more. Well, I appreciate that. It was a it was a good time. Um, I saw a band called uh, Sub Radio, which I played a few times on the show. A couple of their tracks. Um, their opening act was a group called Honest Men, which I thought I had never heard of. And then they started playing their their set. They were they were opening up, so they only played like four or five songs. And two of them, two of their songs, I was like, oh, I know this song. Like they must be this must be a cover. But I couldn't. I was like trying to. I was racking my brain, thinking, okay, but who's who does the original? And so when I got back, you know, to the car after the show, I was like, you know, I'm, I'm, I really want to know who like did these songs that they covered. And I looked them up. I'm like, because I know they're on my personal playlist. It was them. It's their, they're their songs. They weren't doing covers. They were doing their own songs. And I already had two of their songs on my playlist, and I had no clue who they were. You know, I, got, uh, I got, I got, I got. I don't want to interrupt you too much or whatnot but it just triggered when you sent over the track to that you were talking about saying that they were a cover band i honestly thought when i got the cover uh of that uh from the message i literally thought it was um oh shit uh oh mask intruders is a band and oh. they all dress with like different color ski masks and then they're like dressed all in black they're you know it's just and all their songs are just about like crime and shit like that <laughs> but like not like any heinous crimes really it's just like whatever but yeah i thought it was like oh shit I didn't, and then i read the title i was all like i've never even heard of this band before but that's it, what's going to be really funny is you're probably going to play like one of their tracks at some point i'll be like oh yeah i know this track and it'd be like well that's fucking them and i'll be like oh yeah that's i I've got I've got the two tracks they played last night on the list. I, I figure I'd play at least one of them tonight um, because oh. I don't know where I got them. I might have gotten them from one of your guys' lists one year because these are songs be that have been on my playlist for a while. Well, that's, that's why I always enjoy up. when, um, for whatever weird reason, Spotify has this. Again, I'm trying not to interrupt you, but you're bringing up these points where you ever add a song to Spotify and then that song comes on, but it's like a different album or version or whatever. So you're like, well, I really like this song. And then it's like, why isn't it liked? And then you have to be like, well, did I like this song or did I not like this song? So it's always that thing where if you guys put something in the... <clears throat> 
in our in our playlist and i go to oh i'm gonna add this and i click on it and it's all like either shows me a heart already or it's all like this has already been added and you're like oh what how did yeah. oh interesting like so anyways what kills me is when i uh accidentally add two versions of the same song that aren't actually like different like they're not like remixes or anything it's just that for whatever reason the artist put it up twice yeah and so i like come across it on like a release radar or something and I'll be like, oh, yeah, I like this song. And I'll put it, I'll go, I'll be like, I think I already have this in my playlist, but I'll check just to be sure. Go add a playlist and it'll let me add it without giving me a, um, without you, without saying, you know, duplicate or whatever. Or, or, um, yeah, or, or you're like, oh, I just fucking removed this because I'm not paying attention. Oh, nice. I haven't had one of those in ages. Yeah. These ones I've had before. Um, they had a pack at the Costco of the Sierra Nevada. That's what I'm, that's what I'm vibing yeah, on tonight. Sorry, sorry if anyone's listening, how Eric was going on to a story and we're both talking about that, that it, the show just stopped. And we're, I was just like, oh, I haven't had those in a while. Uh, Eric just showed me a beer. So I forget that we don't have any video. So we kind of, we really have to like, ex- all right. We have this to kind of explain but- what you should be doing is you should be following all three of us on, on, on Untapped if you're into the beers because um, we post, oh, most of yeah, us post what uh, what we try, especially when it's something new. And I actually haven't checked into this one before yet. I know I've had it, so I must have, for it whatever have reason, not checked in. I was wondering if it's one of those things that you had before untapped. It's possible, because or just... Sometimes, like, I'll do that going, like, I've never had this beer before, and then you realize you had this beer before, or it's all like, oh, I've had this one, and then you add it, and it's like the first time, and you're like, what? Like, I never put this, so... Always like a weird thing there and stuff like that but no no you just brought up a good point uh with the untapped stuff yeah if you guys want to follow us on untapped maybe that's a thing we should uh, throw up but i was just thinking we could add a segment called uh sass tap and then we talk about any new uh you know like oh did you try something new this week or whatnot or what have you been sipping on this week or whatnot hell yeah hell yeah um yeah i'd be done i'd be done um yeah, so, so yeah, sometimes what happens though is like it'll be like I almost didn't check into this right now because I'm like, oh, I think I, I know I've checked into this before. And then I check in and I haven't. So mm. sometimes I do that where I've like, I've convinced myself I've checked into it before, and but I haven't. But um, I don't always check in so, multiple so times, anyways. but. Um, he had a good time at the show. Uh, I want to keep talking about it. Uh, I'm just trying to make sure. We're not oh going. yeah, the show was the show was fantastic. So I'll put it this way: the best way we can end your segment about the the concert you went to, uh, we can talk about the beers you had, and then we can talk about then we'll go, <laughs> then we'll go into our beer talk or whatnot. Try to have some structure on the show or whatnot. But yeah, so you saw that band. Turns out they you already knew of them, or at least two of their songs. So that's kind of cool. Um, yeah, but yeah, you were like the venue was really small, which surprised me because I know Matthew and I have been in even smaller venues. Uh, like yours is pr- was pretty decent. I would say you, your the picture you showed us it I, looked like how originally the Big Fish Pub looked like. So, so when I took that picture that I sent you guys, I was literally my back up against the the rear wall. So you were seeing, and I put my phone on wide angle, okay. so you could see the entire stage and uh, part of the bar. Like the only thing you couldn't see was like about half of the bar, and then there was a little nook off to the side that uh, where the sound booth actually was, and that's mm. where they had the merch tables set up too, like right back there in that little little cubby kind of area. Uh, the place had one bathroom, and I don't mean just like one. Yeah, bathroom like one for with girls, multiple one for guys. no, mean, just like, one 
bathroom, one toilet, it's, one sink. A, that's it. It's a single. It was a single. It bathroom. was a single bathroom situation. Did it, which, at least did at least look like a single bathroom? Because I always hate. Um, that actually happened to me not too long ago. We went out drinking somewhere. There's a lot of bathrooms, and uh, and I was like, okay, well, when I go use those single bathrooms, there's only um, <clears throat> doors usually lock. Yeah. So me, I grabbed the handle of the one, turned mm-hmm. it up, and there's a dude just pissing, and then I was just like, ah, and he's yeah, just like, sorry, and I'm all like, you're like, why are you apologizing to me? I'm the one who just walked in on you. In, but then also, I'm all like, it, it was kind of courteous because then he probably was all like, oh shit, I should have locked that, you know? Yeah, but no, it's just like, it just so happened, like, out of all the bathrooms they had there, I just had to pick that one where, because immediately I went to the next one and I'm like, okay, this one was open, but you're, you were just like, oh, whatever. If it does, if it's locked, move to the next one. But yeah. that one open and I just saw a lot of peeing penises. Yeah. Yeah. No, this was just, just the one bathroom and just it did bathroom. have an actual lock on the door, like one of the like slide bolt locks yeah, yeah. so that you like, you know, it's going to be, you, you, you can trust it. It's not like one of those ones that's just on the doorknob that you're like, is this actually locked? Are you sure? Um, no, you you were sure that the door was locked. Um, I was lucky enough to, like, I had to use the restroom, like, when I first got there. Uh, and okay. then I didn't have to go again for the rest of the show because, you know, like, partway through the show, I did kind of look up because the bathroom was off to the side of the stage. So yeah. you could see the people lined up to go into that one bathroom. And I'm just like, I feel bad. Um, if I had to guess, I'd, I'd probably say there were maybe... Maybe 150, 200 people in their total. Uh-huh. Um, were they? Uh, were they? It on? wasn't. We weren't like packed in like sardines or anything like that. Okay, it, yeah, yeah. It was restricted movement. I mean, people were pretty close to each other. I, I had yeah. to like, I had to adjust, you know, to let people by every now and then. I tried to stay, like, I could have. I was there early enough. I could have gotten up near the front and been like right up at the front of the stage. But being my height, I don't do that because yeah. I'm like I feel bad for literally everybody who has to end up behind me so I usually hang towards the back as long as it's not too far back in a, in a place like this uh, this was the the Rumba Cafe in uh, downtown Columbus, Ohio for anybody who's interested it's very very near the uh, Ohio State University campus um, it was a cool it was a cool place um, they had some decent beers on tap uh, most of which I'd had before but they did have two from the Seventh Sun brewery uh, which I tried the assistant manager is one of them one of the beers and that was uh, billed as a uh, hoppy American ale. And then the other one that I had was the uh, Humulus Nimbus, which was billed as an American pale ale. Um, that one, I think flavor-wise, I did like them both, but the um, the the Humulus Nimbus, uh, I think, was a little bit better and a little stronger. So I enjoyed that. How many did you have? And then you, how long was how long was the drive there and back? I just had the I just had the two because I had one of each. Taste them. They were small. I was like, what are the sizes of the beers? Like, what? Because I had to drive myself there and drive myself back. And so I was like, okay, well, I was there an hour before the show started. And I was like, all right, I can have a couple. And then as long as I don't have anything else for the rest of the evening, I'm, I'm going to be good. Um, and that's what I did. I just, I had those, I had one of each, taste them, enjoyed them. And then I had water the rest of the night. So I was good on my, my drive home. Um, so, because you know, I was like, I got, I got a two-hour drive ahead of me after this too. So it's like I don't want to be – it's not even about being 
buzzed or anything about being tired as shit, you know, like I don't want to be fucking exhausted trying to drive home. So, um, no, I was fine. I was, I was rocking out in the car the entire drive back and it was, it was, it was a great show. Like I said, uh, so it was Honest Men opened up for Sub Radio. Uh, Sub Radio, is, I, I love those guys. They, it is a super, super high energy band. Um, especially, especially the lead singer and the guitar uh, and, and the drummer. I'm sorry. The lead singer and the drummer just have this crazy wicked energy like oh my gosh like the other guys is that there's a keyboardist a bassist and a guitar player um, Ooh, a and they're all, they're all cool and they they do a good job and uh they're fun to watch that you can tell they're they interact with each other well and things like that but the real energy definitely comes from the lead singer and the and the drummer uh but yeah it's just a it's a really fun show and they do um they do some interesting uh, blends of their stuff, like going from one mo- one track into the next, like uh, things like that. Um, some, you know, they don't necessarily just play their song, stop, and then play their next song. And they sometimes do like they did one of their songs, and then near the end of their song, they it kind of gives like the sound and goes into like the other song. Yeah, well, Sting Sting's done that on the Police albums. Like there was that live Police album they did where yeah. they went from like, um, oh shit, what's that? Um, fuck i can't remember that song anymore but yeah it was like they did that where i'm like wow this song's really long i don't remember (laughs) it being this long on the album and then all of a sudden it goes into another like track like seamlessly i think that's what the word i was looking for seamlessly so that's cool i kind of like that i do dig that sometimes well this one so what they were doing was a couple of times they would actually go from their track and then they'd go like you wouldn't even notice it but then all of a sudden they were doing just like not a full not the full song but like maybe 20 or 30 seconds of a cover of something and mm. then blend into their next song like at one point they were doing one of their tracks and then suddenly like all of a sudden i realized like hey wait a minute this is good for you from olivia rodrigo like what the and then and then they went back into their own song i was like oh that's <laughs> that's, that's fun cool. um they also are they've been playing around like it started out as a joke uh, but they've been working on a song called Stacy's Dad mm. <laughs> based on based on Stacy's mom and it's it's fucking it's hilarious uh they only have one verse like fully written and he keeps like teasing like I've got the I've got a second verse like in the notes app on my phone and he teased a little bit of the the second verse on a live TikTok the other day and I was just like that's fucking hilarious like I really hope we get to hear that when they play and they they played they played that just for fun that's um, cool yeah, they were. They were. Uh, it was. It was a fun. It was a really fun show. I I really enjoyed it. And no, no, we um, we we saw that from the chat. Like I mentioned it to Matthew. I'm like, I think Eric is really enjoying himself because it was literally like. Uh, some tracks and then it was just like oh here's i'm filming this i'm filming this i'm filming this i'm filming this but i'm like that's good like we were so like ecstatic for you i'm like i don't know the last time eric went out besides coming out here like by yourself and just having like just that time to yourself to be like fuck i'm gonna have a couple of beers i'm gonna jam out to a band i like it's gonna be a good day that's yeah that, that was the last that was the last time that I've gone anywhere other than the grocery store on my own for anything. So, um, yeah, no, it was it was a good time. And yeah, I I filmed a few little clips here and there when they were playing a track that I think I'd play. I, I usually did it when I was like, oh, I'm pretty sure I played this on the show. So I'm like, I'm gonna show the guys this and because I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to watch the concert through my phone camera, you know. Yeah, so yeah. I was I wasn't like just filming the whole thing. But no, when no, they started no, into no, a song, like, 
I would when use I like that. That Eric was filming, like your videos were like maybe I think the longest one was like twenty six seconds. Yeah, like I, you I, were keeping it like. Yeah, I was trying to keep it like because like I'd used Facebook Messenger and like the Facebook Messenger. I think the max it records is either twenty or thirty seconds before it mm-hmm. like starts a second video, and so I never I made sure it was never going into that second video because I'm like I'm not trying to do the whole thing. I just want to get a little clip. No, no, you want to you want to you want to share the experience with us, uh, and but you're also like, but I'm also here to like enjoy this, like not just to be yeah. like, oh, here's my phone, like I I have to I have to take a picture or it didn't happen, you yeah. know, like. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, you know, yeah. Um, oh, which reminds me, I needed to. Uh, they took a picture from the stage, like a selfie, like into the crowd. Oh to, yeah. And uh, I have to see if they they were going to post it on their Instagram, and I never went to check and see if. You should uh, go check to see because yeah. they do have it, and you are in it. What you should do is save that picture. Oh no, you don't have Facebook anymore. Never mind. Uh, I, I still you do? have I it. I just don't. I was going to say you could update your uh, like that back cover thing and then just like make it zoom in and be like, that's me, you know, like (laughs) that's what they they said. Okay, if you if you can see yourself on Instagram, tag yourself. (laughs) I was like, there's not a chance in hell I'm going to be able to see myself. I was in the back of this crowd. You never know, dude. You might have been the tallest motherfucker there. That's the, that's the one thing is like I know exactly where I was. And, uh, you know, so searching. I'm 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 pulling up their Instagram right now. As a matter of fact, to take a look because I jumped yeah. on. I, I went onto there because they had done a show in uh, New York. The not New York. No, where were they the night before? Not the night before, but two nights prior. They were somewhere else. And then yeah, they did after their show. Ohio. They did a TikTok live for a little bit, which was cool. Um, and then I was like, oh, maybe they'll do a TikTok live after this show, and I'll be able to like interact or whatever. But then I realized like. They had a show in um, Chicago tonight, so they weren't okay, doing anything yeah. last night after the show. They, you know, that was that was not a thing that they were, that was yeah, going to be have happening. Like, when you have like a two day like waiting period, like you know, like oh, we don't have to do a show for two days. It won't take us. It'll take us maybe a day to get there, and then we got a day to fuck around and stuff like that. That's when you can like you know have that goofy time to do shit. Um, but yeah, if they were, that's probably why they did the Instagram. Cause they're just like, we got to fucking bail after this dude. We got to show Chicago. <laughs> yeah. Cause it was, it's literally the next day. Um, yeah, they've got some, they got a bunch of back to backs. Okay. Yeah. They were, it was New York on the seventh. Um, but then they do. were, um, they had a day between that show and the Columbus show, but then they've got Chicago today and they're in St. Louis tomorrow. Oh, so they're uh, like, boom, boom, boom. But then. Yeah. They're going back down south. They they've got like a ten day break. They're not playing again until Orlando in on the twenty second. Oh wow! Um, okay. So they've got a bit of a break there. But yeah, that was the closest they were coming to to me um, in this in this uh, little tour of theirs. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to uh, I'm going to take advantage and. You know, no, no, man. I mean, Matthew, Matthew does that. I mean, fuck, Matthew could probably tell you stories where like some shows would just be coming to Tucson and totally bypassing Phoenix, which was like, what? So he would sometimes just make like a trip down to Tucson, go there. Maybe I'm not sure if he stayed the night and then drove back in the morning or whatnot, but it was just like one of those things where it's like, fuck it. It's on a Friday night. I'll just head down after work, go to the concert, come like back, you know, kind of thing. So yeah, like I, I totally understandable if you're like, Hey, this is in my distance. Yeah. If more bands roll through, like go for it, man. Yeah. It's definitely something I'm going to have to, uh, to check out and, um, 
because it, it was it was fun. And I know that there's smaller groups and stuff that actually do come up here to Toledo and um, to areas around here. Normally, like the closest as far as shows that I can get to is actually Detroit because it's closer to me than even Columbus is. But if a sh- somebody's playing in Detroit, it's usually a bigger venue and higher price tickets and, and all that fun stuff. Like we saw Hugh Jackman do his his uh, whole one man whatever he was doing I forget what they were calling it um, show we we went to that in Detroit uh, we saw uh, I think it was Dance called Mo- Hugh Jackman jerk jerking him off jerking <laughs> himself off because I'm pretty sure he was just all like yeah it's about me I don't care it was but his show weird. you know what it was a fantastic yeah. show I'll tell you no, that I, I don't it was a great that show. wasn't a crack that wasn't a crack <laughs> at like Hugh Jackman because we actually just rewatched a movie and he has like a small cameo in it and Anna because she's never seen the movie and then when she's all like wait is that fucking I go yeah no it gets even better and even does like the Wolverine thing and he's like ah and they're like that that doesn't work on on stage in theater it r- works in the movies you're a lot bigger too in the movies he's just like is that right you know <laughs> it, it, no, no, no I just meant like he literally could have showed his show no that's what Hugh Jackman jacking off in my face he literally could have called his one man show that and everyone would be like yeah no go yeah, for yeah, it yeah I'm going I'm buying I'm buying all the tickets every single ticket I'm buying them no 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 he's a that's what I didn't want people to think like, wow, he doesn't like Hugh Jackman. I really know. I I couldn't find uh, there's might have been a lot of movies I haven't seen of his. That probably wasn't the greatest thing. But who cares? The man the man does what he loves. Uh, he seems like a good dude too. like honestly, like just from the stories I've heard and the interviews I've seen and, and just the general uh, kind of aura of the of the guy. Like I've never heard any negative things about him as far as like as a person which is always nice because normally i don't really like to give a crap about what um celebrities do in their private lives as long as they're not complete assholes or like abusers or rapists and shit like that yeah but it's always nice to like hey i really like this actor i think they're really good at the, what they do and i like watching their stuff but then you find out they're just like a giant asshole and it kind of you know i i can separate the art from the artist most of the time, but sometimes it slips through. You know, you're watching something, you're like, "Oh man, this was this was better before I knew he was a giant ass." Right. Like, like Guardians of the Galaxy, and well, literally anything with Chris Pratt now. Like I watch it now, and I'm just like, "Man, I enjoyed this so much better before I knew he was a tool." You know, like, hey, damn, that sucks. Why? Why are you shattering my glass? Uh, that, hey, if if you don't know, then don't worry about I, it. Just enjoy no the enjoy the stuff and and go on about your day. Um, it's not anything like, you know, like I said, it's not like abusive, rapist, murderer type stuff. It's just prick stuff, you know? I mean, so did he, did he get arrested in, okay, well I can deal with, well, look, I can deal with certain prick stuff to the extreme. Cause I also do kind of like side sometimes with celebrities and it's a very weird like case. Cause there's sometimes where like, I was siding with him and then he escalated it even more. And then you're like, <laughs> oh no, but I mean like you're out. You're a normal person as well. Yes, you're a celebrity because you do acting for a living and all that kind of stuff. But sometimes you just want to go out with your family, have a decent dinner. And yeah, yes, people are going to come up to you and they're your fans and stuff like that. But also I feel like it's also in the fans' hearts to be like, dude, there's a fucking time and a place. Like if I saw him on the street corner, I'd be like, hey, dude, can I get a selfie with you real quick or whatnot? Because it could just be boom, boom, done and moving. But they're literally out with their family. Like, hey, hey, what's going? Like one of my favorite tweets 
uh, from a celebrity was Terry Crews, where mm. somebody goes, oh, man, I, I know what the most horrifying thing at Universal Horror Night was, was when I asked Terry Crews for a selfie and he said no. And then he tweets underneath going, no, I said no, because you literally burst, pushed away my two kids. <laughs> just to get to me like kind of thing he's like that's like, what was horrifying you're like don't touch my kids yeah no yeah, yeah there's like, I, i'm not even talking about stuff like that yeah that's like that's what i mean like there's a time and a place but then what i was saying is like well it's not like chris pratt got uh uh, uh was it arrested in spain where the actor <laughs> from the boys decided i'm gonna str- i'm gonna punch and strangle like a oh chef and a bartender and you're like Oh, you literally became I, Homelander. Okay. I I had no particular, you know, strong feelings for that actor in any way, shape, or form, other no, than enjoying he, Homelander as a character like, yeah, on the boys. Is, he was nailing it. I was like, that fucking guy is great as Homelander. I would love, and I'm now like, I'd like why. to see him in other things. <laughs> I don't want to see him at like I would love to see him play like someone decent. And then this fucking story comes out, and I'm all like, oh, so you're just Homelander? So, yeah, you you were typecast as yourself i get it now that makes sense um i'm yeah that really sucks because a i was hoping for more boys and if if well, he gets arrested and season three is done because that comes out june 3rd okay so we're so. at least going to get season three but i'm hoping they don't leave it on too much of a cliffhanger because the uh Season four could be up for up in the air, depending on how this whole thing plays out. Because um, unless they flip yeah, the we'll script see. and they're like, "Guess who dies in, yeah. <laughs> in season three, buddy?" See, it would be, it would be yeah. awesome. If, like season four just opens on a f- funeral of of Homelander, and, and they're just like, "Oh yeah, he died." Bef- between the events of uh, last season and this season, we're not going to tell you what happened. We're just he died. He's dead. That's it. And you know what'd be more like you know what'd be more fucked up is like, you know, how he's like kinda invincible, can take bullets and all this stuff. They're like, Well, how did he like did someone kill him? How did he die? They're just like cancer. Like that's the only thing his body couldn't fight against. And you're just like, Oh shit, even superheroes are vulnerable. You should have gotten him some of that weapon X juice, man. Yep. That'll keep the cancer at bay. Just ask uh Deadpool. Hey, fuck uh, you. <laughs> Um, oh, speaking of, Ryan Reynolds has a new movie coming out on Netflix that I just yeah. saw a piece of a trailer for um, earlier that I was like, oh, well, this looks interesting. I hope it doesn't suck as bad as Ryan Reynolds' other Netflix movie, which I really had high hopes for. And then I watched it and I was like, oh, that was disappointing. Was it, uh, Red? Red, Red Notice. See, I, I, I enjoyed Red Notice because it was exactly was just like I got what I want. I never saw the other one that was like him and it was produced or directed by Michael Bay, like his very first one on Netflix. And I don't um, even know what that one is called. I don't, I, yeah, I don't either. Um, I still yeah, need to the, see. I still need to see Free Guy. I haven't watched that yet. It's um, on HBO Max and also Disney Plus. Yeah, I need to see that. Um, I need to get caught up actually a little bit this week because of the the show and doing other things. I got a little bit behind. Like I haven't even watched. Like this is how far behind I am on stuff right now. A new episode of both Star Trek Picard and Star Trek Discovery dropped today, and I haven't watched either one of them yet. That's how far behind I am. I didn't play, um, I barely played my Forza this morning. I did jump on to, um, this, you might find this interesting, I jumped on to Forza 4 a little bit uh, this morning because I was just testing, I wanted to find out if this PC that I've got now, even though it's the graphics card in it is kind of mid-tier, I was like, well, it's got, I've got a good processor, I've got a shit ton of RAM, 
Will this process? Yeah, I got Game Pass. Will this work? And an Xbox. Exactly. So I was like, I fired up the Xbox app, downloaded Forza Four, fired it up because I've got a USB uh, Xbox controller. So I'm like, plug that bad boy in, and it it worked. It worked pretty well. I didn't see any lag or anything like that. So I'm thinking like that might be another thing to add to my streaming. I was about to say, and the PC wasn't getting like an overheated, like it wasn't like having to push itself to keep up with whatever you downloaded. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't going any more than normal. Like I have it set um, so that my primary fan, the one that, um, not the one obviously on the CPU, the CPU fan's always going, but the fan that would normally only come on if the heat got an issue. I actually mm-hmm. have that plugged directly into the power supply, not into the board so that's always on also um and then because i have no hdds and no sdd hard drives the only hard drive i have in this is one m.2 drive so i've got very little heat producing going on other than the gpu which itself has its own two fans and then the power supply which is actually set really far away from the main board in this in this particular case which is really nice um so the the power supply has its own fan going in a different direction than everything else the cpu fan is very quiet um like i can only hear it if nothing else is going on and then i'll be like what's that sound? oh yeah my computer's on okay the fan's going um and i do have spots I've got at least three more spots in this case that I could put fans if they needed them. And I have fans from my old PCs that I could pop in if I needed to. So if heat ever became an issue, I could deal with that. My my problem was going to be, can this GPU, because it's just a... So what I'm rocking in this is a uh, Ventus XS GeForce GTX 1650. So it's got... it's. Uh, GDDR6, uh, DirectX 12, it's, I believe, 2 gigabytes, no, 4, 4, I'm sorry, 4 gigabytes of GDDR4, so, um, not, you know, it's not top of the line, but it's not bottom of the line either, um, but, yeah, I was, like, curious, like, is this going to be enough to run an actual Xbox game, and it did, without any without any uh, problems or delays or any weirdness. So now my next question is, will it run an Xbox game while OBS is running? Uh, could I stream an Xbox game while playing? Because I would love to... I find myself the most entertaining when I'm playing Forza because I curse at the at myself a lot while I'm fucking up driving around places. So I think that might make a somewhat entertaining stream as people listening well, to me I was gonna curse at myself. Is, yes, you most likely can uh, do the Twitch stream like that, and you can also do the Twitch stream from your Xbox as well. Well, yeah, but I'd have to like bring the Xbox in here. And, and while it worked and it looked okay, I was like, this is nice and everything, and, and I can enjoy playing like this. But it looks way better on the actual Xbox on the TV. So if I'm just oh, playing you could do to it, play, you could literally do it from the living room. I'd have to like move. I'd have to move a lot of stuff to be able to do that because no, you all actually, my computer like, stuff is in a completely different space. No, 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 Eric, you're missing the entire point. You can literally jump on Xbox, go to Twitch, and start broadcasting with no other things. 
but how would I be able to see what I was broadcasting and the chat and everything? That's the whole point of streaming is to interact with the people. Well, watching. what happens is when you do that, then you just pull out your tablet or phone and there's your chat fee and you got everything you need to do. Like you can literally just do it on the Xbox without having to worry about, I mean, go ahead and do it on the OBS. No, by all means, like I'm not trying to deteriorate you from that, but literally if you just wanted to play, like I'm just going to jump on and stream for a bit or whatnot, you could literally do it from your living room without having to move anything. That'd be weird. That'd just be creepy. Matthew and I do it all the time. I don't know. Do you, you, do you have a, you just, you're just streaming the game. You're not, you don't have a camera on you. No, no, because uh, it's like, what's the point? Like, I have, like, my headphones on so I can chat if anybody's in there or whatnot. But it's like, you know, you just keep an eye on the chat and then you look at that. You're playing your game or something because you're going to do pretty much the same thing on the OBS as well. Like, you're literally going to have one screen for, like, chat and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's how I have my OBS set up right now is I have the – so the way I have it set up right now, and I haven't, like, perfected everything I want to do because I've only streamed a couple of times, but I have it set up to where I have my preview and my – what's live and then I can transition so I can like, you know, switch back and forth between scenes and I've got my chat and my diagnostics and my stats and like all that docked in OBS on one monitor and then whatever I'm playing, whether it be marbles or Jackbox or now possibly Forza, uh, whatever I'm playing, I've got on my other monitor, but I've got the camera going. So on the overlay, I've got me there you know people can see my reactions as i'm as i'm playing and whatnot um so i think i'm going to change up this wall behind me a little bit too um i i changed out my artwork a little bit changed a couple of pieces of art that i've got hanging up on the wall i don't know if you can see over here put up a couple of pieces of val art here and i think because i got some more of those uh hexagon tiles that are better sound better soundproofing than these uh, foam blocks so i think i'm going to take these foam blocks down put up those tiles and i'm going to put up uh, i'm going to put up one of raven's uh old old man yoda samurai things i think i'm probably going to put that right about here-ish on the wall and then on the other side because i'm going to get rid of this curtain i've got a i've got val's magneto piece that will probably be about here-ish. So I'll have a couple of pieces of like cool art behind me and like I want to have it like set up. Like I like my little space and everything. I need to clean up my shelf here because this, this shelf has just become a catch-all. Um, but as far as like like I'm going to get rid of this fucking curtain. If I'm going to take down the foam and put up the nice hexagons, I'm going to take the curtain down. I'll probably leave the curtain on the other side with the foam behind it because that curtain at least matches the other curtain in the room. This curtain's completely different. And since Amy doesn't actually come in here to work anymore on her writing, she does that in the room. That was the whole reason for curtaining off the foam in the first place was so that when she was using the room, she could at least have it somewhat not look like a podcasting studio. But now she really only wants to come in here to record audio which is why she wanted me to get more foam in the first place. So that's why the ceiling has the tiles on it now. And the um, we got the, the cage I showed you guys the other day, the, um, the microphone uh, wrap for her to record because she's going to do audiobook narration. Um, and so there's going to be some, some more uh, sound baffles on the door area, this wall area, that, the closet door, that wall, that wall. And then behind me as well. I just don't know. 
how much I'm going to change out. Like I might leave these these ones here as far as the, these foam ones and just move them around a bit. Or I might change them out to the hexagons. I don't know. It just depends on how many I have also because I got, I have four 12 packs and looking at, I used two 12 packs on the ceiling and I'm trying to see like how much space did that actually cover? Because I only have twice that much and I'd actually like to put some more up there as well. Um, the biggest issue is the fact that this wall, well, all the walls are thin as fuck. So it doesn't really matter. Like we can put up, there's, there's no way to completely soundproof this room. We live in a manufactured home. It's fucking made of plywood. If that plywood is being generous, maybe. Um, so it's going to be limited. However, I know from personal experience, recording podcasts even just with this setup with the open mic like this that i'm not getting a lot of the noise from the house it's not being picked up in the recording other than occasionally when the dog barks or something and that's not something that i can really control so i think it'll be all right especially with hers she's going to have the the full setup around the mic and she'll be doing it like i think she's going to be fine as far as that's concerned she's concerned about being able to hear things that are happening in the house like if uh you know, she wants to record in the evening and Tom gets off work at 1030 and, you know, ends up getting home somewhere between 1045 and 11 o'clock, depending on whether he gets stuck at work late or not. And so she's worried about him, you know, when him he comes in the house, if that's going to cause noise when she's trying to record. And I'm like, I don't think it's going to make a difference. Like, unless the dogs go off at him, which sometimes they, they do, sometimes they don't. It, they can't make up their mind whether they want to give him crap about walking in the door or not. So... You know, hey, I think she's going to be okay with the setup that she's got. The The question mark right now, the biggest question mark as far as her being able to record the audiobooks is whether or not she'll be able to do it on her laptop or if she's going to have to use my computer to record. So I don't know if her laptop is going to be able to keep up with the audio quality that she needs for audiobook recording because Audacity can handle it but it's higher settings than what we use for podcasting. So the real question is the the read-write speed on the hard drive. Like, I don't know what she's got in her laptop, whether or not Audacity can keep up with the quality she needs. Um, whereas I know from practice that the that's why I got the NVMe M.2 as opposed to the standard, because I wanted that higher read-write speed specifically for that. So... Now that I've nerded out about the computer for uh, an hour and a half, how was your week? Um, yeah, so when I asked Eric, he's going to bring it for the energy tonight. Wow, I feel like, again, we are just on this old house. We found a computer. <laughs> um, I think it's been fine. It's just been, it's, it's just funny how it's like I got, acclim I had to get acclimated to going into the office again. And then now next week it's like daylight savings times end. So now we go in early, which I'm fine with and getting off earlier, but it's just all like, but again, I'm still like, I go into the office, pretty much sit there. And it's just this, like, what was, what was, what was the problem of me just doing the same thing that I'm doing, but at home, like the biggest inconvenience is literally having to leave the building just to go out and smoke on my breaks. When literally I'm just like, I could be sitting at my desk at home and smoking with no problem. Like, or vaping, I should say, but it's like one of those things where it's like, yeah, it's not a big inconvenience, but it's just like, it's like the same thing where it's like, I got to go down the stairs and I got to go through the door 
Now I gotta walk this way, and I gotta do the same. And it's just so weird because there's like hardly anybody really there because we're still like trickling people in. Yeah. But it's like everyone's all scattered. Like technically, I'm not even in the same building with the majority of the people that I went training with, which is funny. I mentioned that to my boss, and he's like, "Yeah, I think we're getting everyone to come back in first, and then once everyone's like at their original desk, we'll do a finally like big, you know, like move and get everybody in the correct spots or whatnot." But yeah, it's just it's just weird. It's just I don't know. I just feel like I'm wasting like eight hours of my day, but at least my drive, I, I cut off time because I found a, like a little shortcut, um, to get around where I'm like, Oh, I can literally go down fry and take that to the place I need to go to and oh, stuff nice. like that. And then I literally leave the same way because I'm like in the back of a building or whatnot. So, but yeah, but yeah, no work is fine. I'm, I'm mostly just excited for the weekend. Uh, I just downloaded cause it dropped on game pass was, uh, guardians of the galaxy. Hmm. A game that uh, was released, I think, last year, and I almost bought it during the holiday season because it was a good price and then totally just didn't get a chance to. And then it just dropped on Game Pass. So I'm like, I do want to check that out, but I also like that's the other big thing I'm looking forward to is coming home early here those weeks where I'm like, oh, I got actually a little bit more time to like I can come home and then play some video games again because I was able to do that when I was working from home because I just come downstairs and be like, all right, I'm ready here. Not wasting time. But, um, yeah, the drive is fine. The drive isn't bad, which is nice. I'm all like, I'll take a 15 minute drive, uh, to and from work, uh, uh, over the 30 minute drive that i used to yeah. fucking make at another thing so i'm like yeah freeway all the way so that's good and but like yeah my gaming i'm like i come home and then it's like oh, i gotta start making dinner because like anna is yeah. coming home you know soon and blah 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 stuff like that and that's just like how the <clears throat> the evening went but it's just like now i'm all like oh i can actually come home and oh i can actually maybe clean clean the house on a weekday and not have to waste a weekend you know doing it and stuff yeah. like that so i'll be i'll be excited about that but yeah no work is we're I don't know. It's just getting back into the fun of being an adult, I guess. Yeah, I don't understand why companies are insisting on bringing people back into the office for jobs that that have been proven oh. to be able to be done remotely without a oh, problem. They spent so much money on all these office buildings, and now it's all like, well, people need to come back, or else we look like the dumb. Basically, what they did is they made an investment. And then that investment fucked them over for two years. And then now instead of seeing that investment fucking them over, they can go, wait a minute, wouldn't it be cheaper to just have everyone work from home and we could pay them more instead of paying on these fucking office buildings? Yeah, yeah but uh, no. But who, so, are they, who are they going to sell the office buildings to or who are they going to lease the buildings to? Because the other companies that would want to occupy that space are also like – well, we could save money by having our people work from home. So, well, it's yeah, that's, I think, where they're running into problems. You, just, you don't buy – you buy the property is what you buy, and then people can just build whatever they want on that. Like, fucking get rid of some of the office buildings and create more houses. Yeah, absolutely. Look, I'm not a governor, and if I was, I'd probably be a lot better than anybody else because I don't know how to govern. And clearly, no one else does. So, I am pretty much got the profile for it. So – how are you going to make the schools better? I'm not. You are. <laughs> that's not my job. That's your job because I said so. Don't um, ask me about blank. You worry about blank. What? Yeah. That's up to you. Um, no, but that's, I mean, yeah, it's one of those things. Like, I, they're bringing some of the people who um, were sent in my position who were sent to work from home that were originally in the office. Mm -hmm. They were going to have them come back. 
I was hired for a full-time work-at-home position, which yeah. they had even before COVID. Mm-hmm. So I was my position is always work from home. They, that's literally it. They they told me like we might under certain situations ask you to come into the office for a meeting or something once or twice a year, maybe, but probably not. Yeah. That's what they, they told me when I was brought on. Um, it was not a, you're working at home right now because of COVID, but you might have to come into the office later. No, it was it was a work-at-home position, and they already had those in existence before all this happened. So they already had the infrastructure in place for it to work. It's just when COVID hit, they decided, okay, let's just send everybody home. And uh, when you know things started to settle down a little bit, and this was actually before Omicron hit and screwed everything up again, they were talking about, okay, we're going to bring the people who were in the office back into the office. And they, they basically, they sent out a survey to every employee and said, okay, here's the situation. We're thinking about bringing people back into the office. Here are your choices. Rank them in the order that you would prefer. Just like it was like three or four choices and you just rank them one, two, three, four as to what you would prefer. And, you know, the first choice is like go back to the office full time. Second choice was um, mixed mixed schedule, a few days working at home, a few days working in the office and, you know, or alternating weeks or, you know, some sort of some sort of modified blended schedule where you work from home sometimes and work in the office sometimes. The other choice was continue working from home. It was unanimous, 100% across the board. Every single employee who took that survey ranked continue working from home as number one. So they decided, you know what? We're not going to make people come back into the office, which was uh, my supervisor said she was so happy to hear that. She's like, well, I miss seeing people in the office. If even one person uh, on my team had to go back into the office, then I would have had to go back in the office to be a supervisory presence in the office right. for that person, even if everybody else was working from home. Well, see, so, that's the thing. That's the thing that is so bizarre to me. So my my boss, like the guy who hired me that I'm under, lives in Florida. Several of my teammates are in Florida. Actually, so it, it's this weird thing where it's like, okay, cool and all, and then, but I got put into a building where, like I said, I don't know really anybody in the building. Like, there's no one that I train with that I could be like, hey, you're in my training class or something like that, or I or I know this. I only met my the one manager who's also in my department, but they're in a completely different building. So it's like, okay. And then I'm basically in a building with a bunch of people that I'm like, I don't even know who, who, what the, and I know they don't do the same thing I do because there's some people who are on the phone the entire time. There's some people doing other stuff all the time and all this kind of weird stuff. And I'm just like, so technically I really don't have, I don't have any eyes on me. Like, yeah, there's cameras, but it's not like it's cameras watching like people come in and out of the building. Yeah. It's like, not just monitoring us like working or whatnot, but it's also like there's no managers walking around like checking up, but like going like, oh, hey, how you doing or whatnot or blah, blah, blah. Or I think that is just like you kind of. So yeah. it's weird because it's, it's literally you need you just to put like the new cover sheet on the TPS report. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it's like the same where it's like I literally come into work and I can still put my headphones on because I really all I do is make outbound calls. So it's basically I have to check over everything and go, okay, I do need to call this person. Let me get all the information. Then I can stop my music, put my headphones on, do what I need to do. Then boom, I'm go yeah. back in it because I constantly don't have to be on the phone. Yeah, that's yeah. There's there's so many of these jobs that are so easy to do remotely. 
And unless people are having trouble with that, because we, we do have a couple of people on our team even that, like, they were told, they're like, you're going to have to, if you want to be able to continue working from home, you're going to have to sort out your tech issues because you're having too many tech issues. Yeah. Like, we're, like, if we have, like, for example, if my power goes out, I'm supposed to, you know, obviously all my shit shuts down and I'm disconnected from the network and I can't message anybody saying my power's out. I yeah. have to text my direct supervisor and be like, my power went out. That's why everything's shut down. And I continue to, I can get paid for up to two hours while during a power outage. As if it goes longer than two hours, then I'm considered logged out until I'm able to get back into the system. And then yeah, I no. either have to make up that time or use my PTO to cover whatever I lost. But there have been some people who have had a suspicious number of random outages on a weekly basis. And it's like, okay, if your power is really going out that often or your internet is going out that often, you need to be talking to your internet provider or your power provider or something like that. It's happened to me once in the entire, over a year now that I've been working for the company, my power did go off once. Mm -hmm. It was out for a total of 10 minutes and that's because they decided to change, they were changing the meters Mm-hmm. They changed us to new, like, digital wi- – I think they have, like, Bluetooth or Wi-Fi or something built in. So, like, when the meter reader comes, they just literally just – they walk by and they, like, scan. They don't even look at it. They don't even read. Like, the meter readers don't actually read the meters. They literally walk by and, like, bloop, and then move on to the next house and bloop. But they didn't even bother telling us that they were going to come in and re- and install those. And uh-huh. so they came in, shut the power off for like 10 minutes, installed that meter. And the only reason I even knew that was what was going on is because the power went off. I was like, oh, well, this sucks. Okay, text my supervisor. Hey, my power just went out. I'm going to call the power company, find out what's going on. I'll go check my breakers and all that good stuff. I go out. I check my breakers. They're fine. I walk outside to the actual power box just to see if there's anything you know funky going on out there. And that's when I see the guy literally installing the thing and i was like oh hey is that why my power's not on?" he's like oh yeah it'll be back on in a couple of minutes i was like were you gonna say something that that was gonna be a thing because i work from home and i was in the middle of a phone call (laughs) yeah no that's like and it's so funny that you mentioned that because i just had a bizarre thing happen uh what was it yesterday or the day before it might have been like uh tuesday or something like that i come i'm coming home from work and there's like this uh white uh vehicle like white van and i i'm guessing they worked for like a plumbing or water company or something like that it had a logo i wasn't really paying attention because i was just more concerned where this gentleman was just turning on the outside faucets and literally just like flooding the streets but from every house and I was like, this is either a elaborate prank or what or whatnot. And then I'm all like, I, I, I go around those those ones. I'm like, oh, do they do this to everybody? Or is it only certain people? Then sure enough, I look, turn the corner. I'm all like, yeah, mine's uh, just running water. I'm like, I'm glad I don't pay water, you know, here. Um, oh, nice. But I just thought that was funny. It's all like, yeah, but no notification. No, like, hey, heads up or whatnot. Like, yeah, you think they would have at least, like, for us, we live in a manufactured park home. I mean, or a manufactured home park. I should probably say that in the right order. That makes more sense. So you'd think like they're going around doing all of the units individually as they go through. It would have been a simple matter to just like send out a communication. They send us emails all the time that we don't need about stupid shit. They send us a they send us a fucking newsletter every month. 
that I'm like, I don't, I don't give a shit about this, like seriously. But you know, they're coming through and changing the power meters, so our power is gonna, you know, we're gonna have a 10 minute interruption of power in the middle of the day during the week at some point coming up. Like that would have been a nice heads up to have. Because then I could have asked, like, hey, do we have any idea what time frame that's going to be? Because, hey, I work from home and uh, an interruption of power is a big freaking deal for me because that could interrupt a phone call or something. Whereas if I know when it's going to happen, if it's only going to be a 10-minute interruption of power, I can, uh, you know, take a break <laughs> during that time. <laughs> like, you know, there's I have options if I know it's coming. But, yeah... But yeah, there's been a few people who uh, will just say that they've had a suspicious, suspicious number of uh, I, random yeah. outages and stuff. And it's like, listen, I, I don't, I get it. Like, don't think I haven't thought about every now and then just like having a shitty day, having a bad call and been like, I could, I could kick this power strip right here and get myself an hour off if I really wanted to. But like... Honestly, if I'm going to do something like that, I'm saving that for a special occasion. Like, uh, and it's only going to be a one and done. Like, that's it's going to be a situation like that's a, a once in a very long while type of situation. That's not going to be something I'm just doing every week. And the, some of these people are like, at least once a week, oh, my internet just went out. I'm like, no, it didn't. Don't. <laughs> and if it did, like, get a different, like, seriously, like, you need to you need to go back to the office. If your ISP sucks that bad, you need to go back to the office. That's just the way it is. That's the thing, though. It's like I always like, yeah, there's people who take advantage of it. Then there's people who like it actually generally happens. Like I remember like our Internet went out uh, when I was working from home when we originally started. But it was just like Cox actually, yeah, went down and everything that. And, you know, I texted my boss going like, hey, I'm not online right now because our Internet's out. There's nothing we can do, you know, really kind of thing. Yeah. And they were like, okay, we'll keep an eye on it. And it, I think they were giving us less than two hours, but they're like, okay, if it's out at a certain point, then you need to come into the office, log into your stuff, and then finish off your work. And you probably have to stay later because you wasted time driving into the thing. And I'm all like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, <laughs> no, no, no. If that's the case, go fuck yourself. I'll use a, I'll use a half day. Yeah, like, so like that's what PTO's for, and like, I will yeah, be yeah. using that. No, there's um, no excuse for that. Like this is the first time it's happened, and that's your fucking like, oh well, come into the office, even though we were still in the midst of like COVID at that point. So yeah. you're like, oh okay, is anyone gonna be in the office? I'm like, I can't. That that's not even an option for me right now because I was hired as a full time work from home. So even though they like had me take a picture and send it in for a badge. Yeah. They've never actually sent me a physical badge to get me into the office. So even if they opened up the offices, which they they kept saying they were going to, and then they they still haven't because, uh, like I said, they were planning on it, and then Omicron hit, and then they sent out the survey, and then they realized that I guess nobody really wants to come back, so nobody's really at the office who doesn't actually have to physically be there. Like they have some, I think mostly it's a lot of IT people dealing with the computers that are going out to the work at home people because anytime somebody you know leaves or gets fired or quits or whatever that equipment gets sent back and then they have to check it over refurbish it and whatever and then send it back out to new hires and such so well that's um, the other thing that i'm curious about too because it's like i i have like a desktop computer like at 
the office with two monitors and everything that it's like, but you guys gave me a monitor and a laptop and like a docking station, you know, for mm. home use and stuff like that. But it's like, I thought like, okay, I'm going to come back into the office, bring my laptop in. It's going to lock, you know, lock into like a docking station they have there. And then I was very surprised and I was like, Oh, so, okay. So I actually have like two computers and then in my headspace, I'm all like, then why can't I work from home some days? Yeah. That that's uh, it, it boggles the mind. All of these companies that swore up and down, oh no no no, there's no way that we can make this a remote workplace. This and that's just not possible. And then COVID hit, and they were just like, oh we well okay, so we figured it out. We figured out how to do it. Yay, go for us. But at the same time, it's kind of like, well, now that we know the capabilities there, like just fucking run with it. Like go for it. It's so much better in most cases. Um, I I honestly feel like I'm more productive at work, working from home, than I ever was in the office because I, I, I don't even know why it is. I, I just feel like when I'm working... Patrick, I'll put it this way. Patrick gave me a synopsis that makes sense because he felt the same way. So when you're working from home, you almost kind of feel bad because you're working from home because you're like... Oh man, I could kind of not really, you know, yeah, I got to keep my pro productivity up, but I can, you know, fuck around and blah, 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 and stuff like that. But you feel more obligated to do it going like, no, 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 let me work from home. Because no joke, when I'm at work, half the time I'm sitting there going like, all right, when do I get to take my break? Okay, okay. finally, break. Like, I'm only counting down the times for, okay, I go, okay. I have this many. I have this many hours before lunch, and then I have this many hours yeah. before next break, and then I have this many hours before I get to go home, and then it's like now I get to go home. Like when I was working here, like sometimes I would go over my breaks, like forget about them because I'm well, I was being productive at work, and then all of a sudden I'd be like, oh shit, oh I got to take my break, and then you know blah 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 and stuff like that. So it's like I felt like the days went by faster working from home than it ever did uh, be working at the office. Like, I have a feeling tomorrow is going to drag because even last Friday dragged. And I'm all like, this is fucking weird. I don't remember Fridays dragging. Yeah, it's, I kind of agree with that. It's not, well, it's not that I feel guilty about working from home. It's just about the fact that it's like, because I know that, hey, when it's break time, I'm going to get that full amount of break because I'm at home. I, I can literally just walk away from this desk and I'm at home. I can go watch TV. Like when I'm on my lunch, if I'm not hungry, I can jump on the Xbox for 20 minutes and just play. I yeah, can, no, you know, it, it's, it's like, I totally agree with that. Cause like I would, I would go downstairs for my lunch and then it's like, you know, make leftovers, make a sandwich or whatnot, but you're already home. And then it's all like, Oh, I got a couple of minutes. I can go, I'm going to go check the mail. And then I would come back and then be like, okay, now it's time to go back up to work. Or sometimes I'd be like, Hey, I got a quick errand to run. That's not going to take me that long. I'll do it on my lunch break because everything is locally, you know, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, like when you're at work now, it's just like, okay, now I got, I got to walk down to the, that's what the thing is. I'm like, I literally, it's takes me almost, five minutes to get down to the smoking area then what i have like five to seven minutes to smoke and then i gotta walk back upstairs log back in and yeah. and you're just like i'm just not motivated it's just like ugh. yeah i and i feel for me personally especially with my adhd like i need to have certain things to help me focus that aren't necessarily conducive in a work environment with other people like for example i have my music playing all day long even though I'm on the phones, I have my Spotify going all day long because I've found the the perfect positioning for my speaker at the perfect volume where I can hear it and enjoy it, but it's not loud enough to activate the 
sensor in the in the headset. Mm-hmm. So it's not picked up on the calls. I've listened to the recordings carefully to see, like, is there any hint of my music in the background here? And, and there's not. Even if I'm dead silent, like, my one worry is when I'm speaking, that's when it activates the microphone because they're, they're, like, voice activated. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, when I'm speaking, if I, like, pause in between words, like, while the microphone's still activated, if, like, the music, like clicks through like what if what if like a bad word slips through there but i've listened carefully to a lot of my calls and you cannot tell that there's anything going on in the background and yet i have that going the entire time and it it helps me i remember doing training with the people over like the computer and the and my one trainer she'd be like oh can you hear that sometimes i'm like yeah i can hear the music and it was funny because i was all like oh no i know that song like oh it's offspring or shit like that so it was kind of like cool to interact and stuff but yeah she would just have her music on because she's and sometimes she would just have her window open like i could literally just hear like motorcycles going by and stuff like that while like we're doing the training and everything that and i was just like that's like yeah it's like you're so much more comfortable at home mm-hmm. you know, blah 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 it's just like ugh. but yeah as long as it's not it extreme is- it's it's like one of those things like i've had a couple of interactions where i've had to call other people within my company and i've heard that i've heard like a baby crying in the background or I've heard like them, like um, there was one, somebody posted in our chat the other day. They're like, I called over to another department and when the phone picked up, all I heard was a couple screaming at each other. Just this, this married couple obviously just in a full out fight with each other because the phones answer automatically. Like if you're mm-hmm. logged into the system and you get a call, the phone answers. You don't click a button to answer it. It just answers it. And so evidently this person did not know that they had, they were on cue and the call came in and they were in the middle of it with their spouse. And it's just like it was a good thing that was an internal call and not a customer call, I guess. But I've had a couple of times where I've called over to other departments and like it like beep, click, and then I'm hearing – Oh, 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 um, uh, thank you for calling. This is, uh, I'm just like, you're lucky this was an internal call, bud. <laughs> yeah, no, I remember that's, that's how the system was at, uh, Carvana. Like if you were on the phones, it would literally be like a call would come in, it would go to you or it would go to anybody else who's on the thing. And then you'd get that brief moment with them or transferring them or doing whatever. I don't even know what bullshit is anymore. And then like, then you would get that little, like, okay, they left and you have like, they told you like, Oh, you have like 10 minutes or so to like get your, or five minutes or some bullshit, like where no calls will come through. Cause you can add notes and do whatever you need to do with the file or whatever you need to leave or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And there's just sometimes where I'd be all like, I got 10 fucking minutes and I don't have to deal with another fucking phone call. I wouldn't even add anything half the time. I'd be like, I gotta go take a shit. I gotta go <laughs> do something. Cause I, or I'd just be like, thank God for no. And the ones that pissed me off the most was like the calls that came in at the end of the day. And you're like, I got two fucking minutes left. Are you, fucking kidding me and then it's like this person wants to take am, 30 minutes i am the king of getting those calls on saturdays oh man not not two in a row but two out of the last three saturdays so i work open to close on our on our saturdays we, we're open 8 30 a.m to 6 30 p.m eastern time and i work 8 a.m to 6 30 p.m that's my shift the the queue cuts off at 6 30 doesn't allow any more calls in but we're required to finish whatever calls were already in the queue at that time. So for two out of the past three weeks, I have managed to 
somehow the the first one two weeks ago, I got a call that came in less than five minutes before six thirty, and ended up taking over ninety minutes, and it wasn't even somebody who was using our services. It was a it was a member of our company, but it was not somebody who was using my like where I actually work, my department services. But as as a customer of the company, I'm still required to, you know, help them out as best I can. And I just kept trying to tell them like, here's what you need to do. Here's what you need to like like I'm sorry this is this is the situation you're in, but here's what you need to do. And I just kept giving them the information over and over again. And they were just they were really upset. They were I understandably it was uh, an issue that they needed taken care of, but the problem was I was not in a position to help them. It was not something that I could could do. So I just kept telling them, like, here's what you need to do. And that's it. And so we closed. Half hour passed. I'm still talking to this person. I get a message from the, the team lead who's required to stay until all of the calls are not only cleared from the queue, but also everybody, all the associates are logged out. They're messaging me, like, do you need any help? Is there anything we can help with? And I'm like, no, no, I, I've got this. It's not a question of needing help. It's just a matter of this person isn't hearing what I'm saying and I, I can't really help them, but they're not letting me get off the phone because they won't, you know, just take what I'm giving them and go. I've presented it so many different ways now. It's like there's there's nothing I can do but just listen to them and, and hope that they eventually get the hint that I can't do anything for them. And then last week... Same thing happened, except this time I got the call. Uh, I had a good – it was a good 20, 25 minutes before 6.30. It was, it was probably like 5 after 6 that I got the call. But it ended up being more than an hour-long call because this lady just loved to talk. This was a call to order two items. The order part – was done and over with in five minutes. I had the order ready to go, but then she started. She was asking me questions about this and that, and then this other thing was like, "Oh well, what about this product?" And uh, well, and then she started asking me like, "Well, well, well, where do you live?" And I was just like, you know, it's like we're supposed to be polite. We're not supposed to get too detailed about anything. But you know, just like, oh, I'm in high, you know, whatever. I'm like, is this? Did you need any other items? You know, like, I'm trying to steer the conversation towards ending. Yeah, up this thing so I can get on with my life. But but she is uh, like just kept kept talking and and again I get the message from the TL going, do you need any help? And I said, no, it's not an issue with needing help. It's just this is this is a person who needs to talk to somebody. I'm probably the only adult human being she's spoken to all week, most likely. I'm, I'm betting. I'm betting I'm the only person that she's actually had a conversation with in a week or more, and she's just, you know, she's just getting it out. She's just getting it out of her system. And I'm like, I'm trying to steer her. And then they told me, like, the, this is the first time they've ever said this, but they said, they told me straight up, they go, you can let them know that we're closing up and they're going to get cut off if you don't finish up the call, even though that's not true. Yeah, it's like a true thing, but it's like, <laughs> yeah, no, I understand. No, I gotten those ones too, where you like would call out and Carvana and like you're talking with the person and they're like, and it's really sad though. Cause like, that's the problem I had with the, the Carvana policy and everything that would like all the weird, it's, it's supposed to be easy to buy. It's supposed to be easier to buy a car through them, but it only is easier if you have money. Yeah. <laughs> 
Because a lot of people were like, dude, I need to get this, you know, car. And they're just like, and you're like, you feel for it going like, because like, honestly, I work for the company. I couldn't even get a car through them. I have a better chance of going through a dealership to get a car than through a Carvana one, which is also used cars, which doesn't make any fucking sense. But whatever. Uh, Carvana's in the past. Uh, I haven't heard from them since I gave back their shit. So that's good. Hey bright side at least i was like yeah that was like a long fucking time ago but uh yeah it looks like uh matthew's sitting this one out yeah no matthew tonight uh he had work stuff and sounds like uh he wants to go ahead and sit this one out so matthew we miss you but uh did did he did he actually add anything he said he was going to try to be better about adding stuff to the playlist did he actually add anything to the playlist this week i barely added anything because i really didn't listen to music this week um i listened to a few tracks i added some stuff but i mean it might be all on you tonight man i'll have like maybe a track or two and then we'll just fuck this shit i'm out i guess it looks like I, i see at least one track from matthew in here that i'm pretty sure wasn't in here um last week so why don't we uh why don't we each pick our favorite of the week um or do you want to you know since it's just the two of us how about we do two each and then call it good oh that's fine yeah sound good and then and and we'll play this and we'll play the one we'll we'll do two each and we'll play the one that matt added for that's why it doesn't i was all like wait what and then i realized that my thing was yeah let's see oh yeah okay that's got to be Oh, Matthew added that? Yeah, when I saw the band name, I assumed that was yours, but nope, that I was uh, that was a Matthew ad. That's a Matthew ad. I'm very that, That's why I saw the picture. I was like, "Oh, hey, okay." Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's uh Yeah, we'll let him, uh, You know what? Yeah, we'll say we'll wait for him to come back next week cuz I'm very curious about that now because I'm all like, I didn't think any of my like that stuff hit with anybody, but interesting. I've got a few I've got a few of their tracks on my playlist now because of you. I don't know, but it's not stuff that uh, yeah, that I would typically add to the list because usually, if they if one of their songs oh, yeah, no, comes Matthew up on drops, my Matthew actually dropped a couple of tracks since the last time. Yeah, I couldn't remember Matthew, which one the last one. I know the one, one the Internet Killed the Video time, Star was um, was, was his my, the My Love by Magus. Yeah, and then oh yeah, so Matthew yeah Matthew uh, dropped some shit. At least I'm glad I threw some shit in there, but. Um, but yeah, yeah, uh, I don't really kind of think, um, so you, you, you want to wait for Matthew to play his, you want to just do ours then? Yeah, we'll just do ours cause right, I'm, well. I'm really kind of intrigued by the backstory of any of these. So, um, but yeah, uh, well, I've got, I've got two that I'll play then one, uh, will be one of the ones from that group that I thought I had never heard of. Okay, and yeah, then yeah. the other one um, is one that has been out for a while, but I only recently uh, found out about it. So I thought it was kind of um, interesting. So um, you you want me to go first? You want to go first? You tell me which one to play uh, first. We discovered uh, the recording's true. better uh, if I play I, it on my I, side. So I'll uh, yeah, yeah, um, I can go first. Uh, um, so th- uh, it's a cover of the the Portal game, uh, still alive. Actually, you'd probably get a real kick out of this version of it, too, because I didn't expect this when I heard it, because it's from a band called the 8-Bit Big Band. And in my head, I was like, oh, they probably just took the Portal song and did Mm -hmm. it all in 8-bit style music. Mm -hmm. I was pleasantly surprised. So go ahead and hit that track. Um, If you ever played the Portals game, this is like the the ending theme to it. But yeah, this was this was this this surprised me. All righty.
this was a triumph I'm making a note here Huge success It's hard to overstate my satisfaction Aperture science Do what we must because we can For the good of all of us Except the ones who are dead But there's no sense crying over every mistake You just keep on trying until you run out of cake And the science gets done And you make a neat gun For the people who are still alive I'm not even angry I'm being so sincere right now Even though you broke my heart and killed me Tore me to pieces And threw every piece into a fire As they burned it hurt Because I was so happy for you Now these points of data make a beautiful line We're out of beta, we're releasing on time So I'm glad I got burned to think of all the things we've learned For the people who are still alive to run there's research to be done on the people who are still alive and believe me I am still alive and while you're dying I'll be still alive I feel fantastic and I'm still alive and when you're dead I will be still alive still alive Dig yeah, the hell out of old school big band stuff and making yeah, it modern like that. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. I love like, that. Like to me, it was just like, oh, this is like postmodern jukebox style. Fuck yeah, let's do that, you know. But yeah, you it's know, a, love, yeah, the big band style. So that's where they get the big band from. So I guess it's not the 8 bit. The 8 bit is referring to the fact that they're doing video game songs. The big band is the style of, of yeah, the music so they're doing, I'm, which is I'm going to have awesome. to see if there's any other tracks that they've done and whatnot. Because I'm like in my headspace, I'm like, that's the only one that I like. There's probably other ones with lyrics, but most of it's just going to be like the 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 music, you know. So that would be interesting. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. I dug that. That was that was that was awesome. All right, so uh, the track I'm going to play first is a um, collaboration that, if you had told me at any point that this collaboration would exist at all, I would have laughed in your face. Turns out not only does it exist, uh, but it fucking hits. And um, it's a good damn track. So um, it's actually been out for a while. This is not a new track by any means. Uh, It's been out for for a bit now, actually. But I had just recently discovered it. So 
and uh, I figured I'd share it with you guys. This is uh, River featuring Ed Sheeran by Eminem. Okay. Being a lover, being a cheat, all my sins need holy water, feel it washing over me. A little one, I don't want to admit to something, if all it's gonna cause is pain. Truth in my lies right now are falling like the rain, so let the river run. He's coming home with his neck scratch to catch black, sweat jackets and dress slacks, mismatch on his breast jacket. He's a sex addict and she just wants to exact revenge and get back. It's a chess match. She's on his back like a jetpack. She's kept track of all his internet chats. And guess who just happens to be moving on to the next? Actually, just shit on my last chick. And she has what my ex lacks. Cause she loves danger, psychopath. And you don't fuck with no man's girl, even I know that. But she's devised some plan to stab him in the back. Knife in hand says the relationship's hanging by a strand. So she's been on the web lately. Says maybe she'll be my Gwen Stacy, the Spider Man. And I know she's using me to try to play him I don't care, hi Suzanne But I should have said bye Suzanne After the first night, but tonight I am I've been a liar, been a thief Been a lover, been a cheat Oh my sins need holy water Feeling washing over me Well little one, I don't want to admit to something If all it's gonna cause is pain The truth in my life Now we're falling like the rain let the river run One night stand Turn it to night stand It was called some light scram Now we hold tight and He found out Now she feels deserted and used Cause he left So what he did at first to her too Now how am I supposed to tell this girl that we're through It's hard to find the words I'm aloof Nervous and suit up when it's too hurt But what you deserve is the truth Don't take it personal I just can't say this in person to you so I revert to the studio like coal in the wall diners Don't have to be reserved in a booth I just feel like the person who I'm turning into Irreversible, I prayed on you like it's church at the pew And now that I got you, I don't want you Took advantage of my thirst to pursue Why do I do this dirt that I do? Get on my soapbox and preach my sermon and speech Detergent and bleach is burning the wound Cause now with her in the womb We can't bring her in this world to the new To use protection for our pity to your forbidden fruit Always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Hey, what can I say? If life was a highway, deceit was an enclave, I'd be swerving in five lanes. Speeds at a high rate, like I'm sliding on ice, maybe. That's why I made it came at you sideways. I can't keep my lies straight. What I made you terminate, my baby. This love triangle left us in a rectangle. What else can I say? It was fun for a while. Bet I really would have loved your smile. Didn't really want to upboard, but fuck it, what's one more lie to tell an unborn child? Cheat on my sins, need holy water, feel it washing over me. Little one, I don't want to admit to something. If all it's gonna cause is pain, the truth in my lies now are falling like the rain. So let the river run. Yeah, I've never heard that track. Yeah, it, I, I hadn't either. I was like, um, my wife actually told me, she's like, you know, you know what? Eminem did a song with Ed Sheeran. I was like, <laughs> no, he didn't. And then. 
<laughs> I was like, <laughs> very funny. Uh, anyways. And you're like, if they did, I'm going to murder you. <laughs> Um, but yeah, not only did they do a trick, but it, uh, fucking fucks. So there's that. Um, yeah. So that was, uh, that was my track, uh, for the one. And then I've got, uh, one more in the hopper for, uh, from last yeah. night. I, so I, I, I just realized I, at, I went through cause I'm like, I did listen to my discover weekly today. So I'm like, Oh, so I should have some new tracks. Apparently I added a bunch of tracks to my, I became Matthew I had a bunch of tracks in my list. I didn't share any of it with the group. Like I was like, I only have like two songs in here. And then I'm like scrolling through. I'm like, oh, this wasn't added. So now I'm trying to find a track that I thought was pretty good. I want to say, I think we're going to go with A Complete List of Fear. Um, a, I don't know the full title because it's not showing me by The Yellow Dress. All righty. We'll fire that bad boy up. On my side, it says a complete list of fears, ages 5 to 28, approximately. Yeah, there we go. By the yellow dress.
being buried half alive Bugs that burrow deep inside Wild dogs and things like that Domesticated mice and rats Not all of them, just their feet Or that my whole life couldn't sleep There's wheels and certain blues What would mainly losing you? These days mainly Very nice. I dug that. Some good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, I was, I, I just re-listening to it right now. It's just like, man, this is going to be an indie film. <laughs> it does have that uh, kind of vibe to it, for sure, for sure. Or like a fucking Soderbergh film that's all artsy. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, no, Wes Anderson. There we go. Nailed it. Wes Anderson. There you go. For you gotta sure. got to watch this. You know what's really funny? Wes Anderson. I don't know what he looks like. I know the films that he's done. I've only seen one of those films, and it was The Fantastic <laughs> Mr. Fox, which is a fantastic film if you haven't seen, no pun intended. Um, but I realized, like, he has a new... No, no, I, I... I, Fuck that. I'm sorry. I'm wrong. I've seen three of his movies. I've seen Schmore, which is due for a rewatch. I've seen The Roy and Tannenbaums, which is fucking phenomenal. And, um, and, and then, yeah, um, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Um... I guess he just had a new movie come out on eight. Uh, I guess it went to theaters, but it's also on HBO Max. But like Anna was just like, all oh, the people in this. I'm like, oh, yeah, like Bill Murray's in like almost every one of his movies. And she's like, really? I'm like, yeah, he was like in Rushmore. Like he was like the big draw to that movie because you're like, oh, fuck, what is Bill Murray doing? Because like Bill Murray, like weird part is Bill Murray apparently state we're getting off on a tangent. And I know, Eric, we want to play his last song. So I apologize no, 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 I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm just uh, I'm I'm trying to remember. Um, something you mentioned not being able to um, to know what Wes Anderson looks like, and then I I was like trying to remember. I was like I was like no, I would I would recognize him, but it was it's say, Wes Craven that I'm thinking about. Oh, Wes from Craven. Jay and Silent Bob Strike. But like the only reason I would recognize what he looks like <laughs> is because like so like really? like action really? Wes or really? what is something like Jesus Ben? Do you see him busy here and he's just counting, counting money? money? Well, I love that she's like yeah, she's all like hey, really. Really, Wes? A fucking a fucking monkey? He's like, what? Huh? I'm I'm busy like, here. Busy here. Oh yeah, no. I love the first part where he's like, no, test result, uh, uh, test subjects tested positive for like people love monkeys or whatnot, and then they come running in. It's all like, we love this fucking monkey. Fuck you! And they grab and they just run off, and you're just all like, oh, and then he just like, see, I told you, just like, like, oh my god, just just you. The weird part is, is apparently Jane Silent Bobber is in one of their is in one of the horror movies. Oh really? Yeah, I don't know which one of like, and it might just be like a bit part, like they're like somewhere, you know, whatever, like not really interacting with the story or whatnot. But like, it was so funny because there's this documentary. It is fucking like 14 hours long, maybe. And that might be stapling it because they literally go through. It's called uh, Never Sleep Again. And they literally go through the entire run of Nightmare on Elm Street. And they go through every film and blah, blah, blah. And they and they it just keeps going. It's, it's been like if you have to if you're into horror movies and you like that genre, I highly recommend that documentary. I just wish they would have split it fucking up. Like, I don't understand this. Like, everybody else is like, no. You sit through you sit through four episodes of such and such. It's like, yeah, but 
they don't seem long because they have these breaks. Like, give me a break. Like, I need a stopping point. Like, like I love that Journey into Darkness documentary, but it's like, fucking hell, four fucking hours? Come on. Like, part one, part two, part three, part four. What's the problem? Um, but I digress. But yeah, like, apparently they were in like that because they were in the documentary, like uh, Kevin Smith and Jason Muse. And I was like, holy fuck, what are they doing? You know, and I think that might have been Why the- are they here? What's going on? It was it was it was interesting. It's kind of funny to think about like, oh, they actually knew like like you you surprised of like what directors actually like know each other like like fucking Kevin Smith. You're like, OK, he always thinks so like lowly of himself, but it's mm-hmm. all like, but yeah, but, you know, James Gunn, you know, this director, you know, that director. It's like, have you seen that? Um, I think I sent it over as a as a TikTok clip to, to you guys at one point, but there was a comedian who was doing a set, I, I think, in Hollywood. I'm not sure. And he was like doing doing some crowd work, and he like pointed out to a random uh, who he thought it was a random guy in the crowd. Yes. He's like, "What's your what's your name?" And the guy's like, "Zach, what do you do for a living?" I, I make movies. Oh, anything I've ever seen? You know, like, oh, what, what do you mean you make movies? What do you do? He's like, I, I direct movies. And they're like, oh, anything I've ever seen? And he's like, you do, do you do you know who I am? He's like, well, I mean, the only Zach I know of that makes movies is Zach Snyder. You're not Zach Snyder, are you? It was fucking Zack Snyder. Yeah, it was Zack Snyder. <laughs> and I'm and like, like, of oh, course dude, it was. Can because... I be the next Robin? <laughs> yeah. Because I'm like, I wouldn't I wouldn't know Zack Snyder if I saw him on the street. I, I wouldn't know him. No, no. That's the Most thing. Directors... Like, there's a lot of people like don't recognize him. Like when you find like, go look up. I just fell down a rabbit hole. Um, <laughs> go go do yourself a favor and go go check out Joel, Joel Schumacher. The man has disappeared, or not disappeared. The man I, has passed away. <laughs> I I know what he looks like only because he inserted himself into so many of his movies as, as cameos. So but, I know but, but, I know what he looks like because of that. You see him, you're like, what? This is Joel. Like I did not think that's how he looked or anything like that. You're just like, okay. And it's the same thing with Michael uh, Bay did the same thing. He's inserted himself into so many movies that. And then, of course, there's the actors who turn director. Like, you know what they look like because they were actors first. Yeah, they were actors first or whatnot. You know, so it's like, you know, like you. Well, Jonathan that was Frakes thing, so... is a great example. He he directs a lot of stuff now when he was primarily an actor before. And so, of course, I know what he looks like because I watched I watched him for so many years on Star Trek Next Generation and all the movies and stuff. And now when I see something directed by Jonathan Frakes, I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, Commander Riker directed this. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it, well, that was the same thing with like, so like Clerks was like the pure example of that, where it's like you see all the characters in there and stuff like that. And then when the credits roll, you're kind of like, now I know who these actors are or whatnot. But back then I was just like, oh, the guy who plays Randall, the guy who does Dante or whatnot. But Silent Bob, they never, they, he's, it doesn't have him in the credits, like who played him or whatnot. And it wasn't until we were, wa- we watched, we were watching, like we saw Clerks and then they were doing like this thing on um, IFC for independent films or whatnot. And uh, Patrick and I were like coming home. We're like, oh, fuck, Clerks is on. Let's just throw it on or whatnot. But like they didn't have like commercials, commercials. But during the breaks, they literally would do like these sit downs with like the directors of these indie films and stuff of like that. So then it's Kevin Smith, like in the quick stop, like doing it like kind of like, hey, I'm so glad you're watching Clerks on IFC, like blah, blah, blah. Don't forget to check out. He probably was promoting like another film at the time. I want to say probably Dogma was coming out at that time. Um, he could have been doing something like that. And then out of nowhere, I'm looking at him going like, that's fucking Silent Bob. Patrick goes, like, what? what? 
And and he looked at him. He's like, oh, my God, you're right. I'm like, I, I know his hair is shorter, but that's fucking Silent Bob. That's so funny because this guy talks fucking a lot. And Silent Bob doesn't say shit, you know. <laughs> and then now, now, of course, like back then when we saw that, I'm going to say like what? uh late 90s so we didn't have like the mobile stuff there probably wasn't even an imdb page or what shit to like look this crap up let alone like research it so yeah like now we know this stuff because you know kevin smith tells these stories and everything that but yeah that's so fucking funny like to think about like huh yeah i I didn't realize until you're like and then now you're like oh and now you have to look for directors you know and so i mean fuck steven spielberg did it all the time in his cartoon shows he would always have a character sure of himself or something like that you know and you're just like and that's how i knew how steven spielberg like looked you know there are different directors who are like really good about doing a lot of the press and stuff and so you like you'll see them in the interviews and stuff so you'll know yeah. what they look like from that but a lot of times because i don't i don't honestly pay attention to a lot of that stuff like before the movies and because i don't want too much spoiled for me so i won't honestly. typically watch interviews and stuff unless it's with actors that i know are going to be funny or entertaining in them in and of themselves i mean prime example uh fuck i just christopher nolan have no idea what that fucker looks like and guess what not gonna look him up yeah i i I don't know what christopher nolan looks like i'm pretty sure james cameron looks like uh because he's another one who inserts himself into stuff so you know and and he's done a lot of other things where he's put himself in front of the camera as well but yeah christopher nolan i like i could walk past him on the street and not recognize him absolutely every single one of his films uh except for tenet so far i haven't seen tenet either that it's just like i'm like i don't yeah i don't know what the motherfucker there are others of his that i haven't seen but i haven't seen tenet but uh yeah um so yeah Behind the camera, sometimes that means you don't get recognized. That happens. Um, anyways, like know, like you know, while we're talking, real quick before we before yeah, we close close out close I, out, I, I just did want to I just did want to bring up a couple of things because we've skipped over it for a few weeks, and I really really wanted to point this out. We've all watched uh, the Inventing Anna series on Netflix. All three of us. I have not. You? I thought you had. I thought you said no, you had. I haven't watched it. I haven't oh. touched it. Oh, ne- we've been well, thinking about touching it, but now well, I'm like, never we just mind. haven't watched it. I th- I thought you had caught up on it. No, I Matthew. Really... No, Matthew started watching it, and then I was like, oh, what's that about? And then I realized like that meme came up where I sent it. I think I sent it over to you guys where it's all like if these two like got you know matched on Tinder or whatnot. And it was the guy from the Tinder Swindler documentary. And then it was, I guess, this is what the document's about. Yeah. Or not the document, the uh, document. The show. Yeah. The show is about that. It's not technically a documentary. It is um, a show. They they make sure to point out every single episode starts with, in some stylistic way, something that says everything in this story is absolutely true except for the parts that are completely made up. And a lot of that is because – um, they don't know still as of right now, they still don't know a hundred percent of the truth of this, of this girl's story. But, um, all right, well, I won't spoil anything. I will say yeah, that, we'll um, if you've watch watched it, the no. Ozark, I will say no. the actor who plays Ruth has range. I did not even understand because all I knew her from was, was as Ruth in the Ozark. And to see her play this character was like, What? This is the same actress? Unfucking believable. Um, but no, I'm sorry. I thought you had caught up on that. Um, no, and the funny part is, is I have not watched Ozark either. So, uh. <laughs> good, great show. Jason Bateman is 
fan-fucking-tastic in that show. I feel really bad. You came, like, so prepared with shit, and I'm all like, I'm sorry, bro. You and Matthew. Like, I know, you, I, I know you're, you're not watching the Star Treks. I know you guys aren't going to be able to talk Star Trek with me, but I, I, I thought we were going to be able to talk Inventing Anna and Ozark, maybe. Um, Dude. Reacher, I, I know you guys aren't, aren't big into, but, like, I'm, that, it was a good show as well. I highly recommend. No, did, I'm, you check I'm the, check- did you check out The Shrink Next Door? No, I haven't watched that yet. Motherfucking goddamn dude, son of a cocksucking dude, bitch, yeah, motherfucker. Dude, is, okay, son Matt, of a fuck. This, Eric, Eric, I'm sorry. this is right, I, Matt. Right I apologize now. Okay, for my outburst. About, <laughs> you were talking about how you are like, dude, I'm behind. I'm not caught up on stuff and things like that. Dude, I am so caught up. I'm so caught up. This is how caught up I am on everything that I've watched so far. And I haven't watched anything new yet, so maybe one of these things will be like, okay, cool, we can binge this or whatnot. But I am so caught up right now that I jumped onto HBO Max to watch the latest episode of South Park to go, oh, I guess they didn't have a new episode this week? Weird. Okay. Backed out of the app. Food came, and then I was like, well, fuck it. We've been watching Venture Brothers, so we'll just go back to HBO Max. Go back to HBO Max. Then the South Park show was there. Like, brand new. And I'm all like, Wait well, just I'm a so damn caught up second that even here. The, shows can't, the shows can't keep up with me now. That's the problem. Well, uh, uh, I highly recommend you check out... I, I highly see so that's what I need to catch up on. I need to I need to watch that. I'm like so um, current with that, and I can't wait for the next episode. I, I need to watch that. Um, we just started tonight. Literally, we're halfway through the first episode of Shining Veil vale on Stars, which I think you'll really dig because it's uh, a bit of a ghost story going on. A I little don't bit have of stars. So <laughs> okay, okay. You'll be able to watch. Don't um, worry. Don't you worry. I mean, I still, don't I, you I worry. You don't have you don't have Paramount either, do you? Or the Peacock? But yet, yeah, so okay, all right. Uh, yeah, no. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. Um, no, I think Shining Vale. It's uh, Courtney Cox, Greg Kinnear, Mira Sorvino. Okay, I know what and you're talking about. It's there's a ghost story involved. There's some there's some freaky shit going on. I saw the the trailer and we watched the first half of the first episode uh, before we came to record tonight. So. It's looking fairly interesting. Okay. Um, but I, I definitely highly recommend checking out The Shrink Next Door. That is um, Will Ferrell uh, and uh, Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd, right. Yeah. Um, they they make a um, – they do a little they do a little make-believe. Um, they do a little make-believe as to uh, what Paul Rudd would look like if he was actually capable of aging. So that's interesting. That's interesting. But um, it's based on a true story, and it's really, really quite intriguing. Um, really, really interesting. It's similar in vain to the Inventing Anna as far as it's not entirely fictional, but they are definitely, you know, adding There's some story elements to, to help make it more interesting. But it's based, the basis is 100% true story. Um it's so it's the, really quite good. That's the other interesting thing. Okay, so you watch that, The Neighbor Next Door, which is on Apple TV. Did you check out Ted Lasso yet? I haven't yet. I haven't had a chance to check that out yet, no. Okay, see, that's the problem. I have no one to talk to. I've already seen all the seasons of that right now. Also, uh, Mythic Quest. Highly recommend that as well. Two seasons. So there you go, Eric. See, my problem with uh, stuff that's on Apple TV... If it's on Apple TV, I only have one device in my house that's capable of playing Apple TV because Apple TV restricts the shit so much. I can't watch it in a fucking browser. I can't watch it on my tablet because it's Android. I can't watch it on my phone because it's Android. can't watch it on any of my laptops or my computers because they're all PC. 
can't watch it on my TV in the living room because it's not compatible because it's not the newest version of Roku. I have one fucking oh. device in my entire fucking house that can play Apple TV, and it's our bedroom TV. Actually, so unless Amy's Eric, asleep, Eric, I can't watch anything she doesn't want to watch on that TV. Eric, <laughs> Eric, dude, you're going to be so happy what I'm going to tell you right now. What's that? Your ex- your Xbox One can get the Apple TV there's, app on there's, it. There's an Apple TV app for the Xbox? Dude, there are so many apps for the Xbox One. That's where we watch it. We've been watching Mind it on the Xbox fucking blown. One. Oh, holy shit, there. I can watch Apple TV in the living room. There you go. A whole new world. Saying. A whole new, a whole new world. world. But there, a whole dude, new world has opened up go. to me right now. Um, that there is, you go. No, th- and I highly recommend those two shows then. So I'm going to definitely check now out. Now that I know that, I'm that's the next thing I'm going to be. In fact, I'm going to just jump on my while while my song's playing. I'm going to jump on my uh, Xbox uh, app phone app stuff. and see if it'll allow me to uh, download the the. Uh, Apple TV app to my console yeah. out in the living room while I'm doing that. Um, but yeah, but yeah. So, um, but yeah, no. I'll I'll definitely try to catch up on the shows everyone's watching. Shrink so Next Door is, is good. It's only like somewhere between eight and ten episodes, I think. Um, okay, and that's it. It's it's good. It's well are they done. Like, well, how how um, long are the episodes? They're hour long episodes. or okay. hour plus. I mean, they're like full. They're full length episodes. I mean, it's a, it's a good it's a good length show. It's a good it's a it's a time investment for sure. Not no, gonna lie, dude. But that's that's how that's how like the Ted Laszlo is, and also worth it. Uh, worth it for the acting. Um, Farrell shows some range. I will admit, I when it when it showed that it was going to be Will Farrell, and then I was like, oh wait a minute, this is supposed to be kind of a serious show. Like he's not playing comedic. Like he dude. is. He's he's playing into his strengths, but he's also showing his range. So it's it's good. And then wait, Paul have Rudd you never seen Rudd. the movie Stranger Than Fiction? No. Another thing to add to the list. Look, I don't know if that movie's even streaming. I probably should buy a copy of that movie. So fucking good. You want to see Will Ferrell with some range? Oh, okay. I'm in. I'm fucking in. Okay, yeah. All right. I'll check that out. I'll check that out. Um, but yeah, highly recommend that. Um, on Prime, recommend uh, Reacher. That was a great series. I hope we get more of that. We haven't watched that yet. We haven't started that yet. It's, it's fantastic. Did you watch the Jack Reacher movie? With, I've, uh, never seen, I've never seen. I've never seen Jack Reacher movie. Fucking good because well, that was a terrible representation of the literary character. Listen, I, I, the Jack Reacher books are they're they're pulpy fix. They're generic action adventure. Um, you know, Mission Impossible type. Not well, not necessarily Mission Impossible, but they're you know they're the generic serial book type things where you have this where, where an author like makes this character. And then puts them in a bunch of stories and writes a shit ton of books about this character. But Lee Child did a fantastic job of building this character of Jack Reacher. And he told some good stories. I wouldn't say exceptional, but I would say good stories with this character. But the star of the show was the character. The character of Jack Reacher was what really sold the books. And the character of Jack Reacher is described as being six foot five, two 280 pounds of pure muscle, just a big fucking dude like a lot of the story relies on his physical presence simply being intimidating to people even though if you're on his good side he's fucking sweet as a peach to you and then they cast fucking tom cruise as this character i will just say go back to episode like, uh 376 um, where you can hear uh eric's um 
rant about Tom Cruise. Uh, no, I totally f- agree with you. Yeah, no, it's I just say this. Ugh. The reason why I'm going to check out the show Reacher is because it pl- it's the guy who played Hawk in mm-hmm. Titans. And dude, I'm not, look. I know a good looking man when I see him and fucking hell, dude, that dude was like this weird mass of like, he's got these broad shoulders, but he fucking went down to a fucking V. Like I was like, you're drawn. Like he literally was the living uh, description of every, um, Oh fuck. I forgot the artist's name. And I'm, I know the writer, Paul Dini from Batman, the animated series. Fuck. Who was the artist behind that look of Batman? Um, huh. I, don't, I don't know. No, I know. But I, I know what you're talking about, though, as far as the, the shape. and Yeah. And, but that's the thing is, like, he fits the character oh, of Reacher yeah, no. as described in the books. And his acting matches up with it as well. They have – he's got the the slight bit of snark while being uh, – it's 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 perfect. It's He does a very, very, very good job. Um, the first season is, I would say – sort of loosely based on one of the first, um, not the first, but I think one of the first Reacher novels by by Lee Child, The Killing Floor. So um, even if you haven't read the books, though, it's still a really great story and it's really well told. And the acting is phenomenal across the board, not just, not just the guy playing Reacher, but uh, all of the side characters. They do a fantastic job. It's really, really, really well done. Highly recommend. Even if you've never read any of the Lee Child books, but especially if you have and hated the casting of Tom Cruise as Jack Reacher because, oh, my God, this is so much better. It's it's very, very well done. Definitely well, highly recommend that. All I'm going to um, say is I'm going to check out Reacher. Uh, we're going to jump to our last song after this. No, I'm already going to check out Reacher. Kevin Smith gave the best description of that show. He was just like, have you seen Reacher yet? And the other guy he was talking to was like, no. He's like, dude, this motherfucker's just shooting people in the face. It's great. So already I was just like, yeah, I'm in. <laughs> it's, it's, it is fantastic. It is. Um, yeah, it's, it's a great show. It's fantastic. It, it really is. It's good stuff. Um, it's on Amazon Prime. Check it out, folks. Yeah, I'm um, that out. Um, oh, speaking of Amazon, real quick, before I drop my last, last thing before I drop my last track, I promise. Oh, you're totally fine because you're I wanted Amazon to, Prime shit, and I'm all like, God, do I have things to talk about that I've been watching on Amazon Prime? <laughs> I just wanted to throw out there that um, all of the 4-Eyed Radio Network podcasts are now available on Amazon Music under the podcast directory. So what? instead of having to use your Echo devices to link to Spotify or Google or Apple to get our podcasts, they are available right there on Amazon Music now. Um, that was something that I work, was are working you, on earlier today. So, Are you telling me – now is Alexa, Alexa part of Amazon, right? Yeah. Yeah. The Echoes okay, so, are so, – yeah, that's what the okay. Echoes are. Well, I was about to say, can you just go Alexa – Play socially awkward, and it would. Yeah. Hold on, hold on a second. Oh, you got to turn the mics up for this because if hold it does on, pop on. on. Alexa, play socially awkward studios. Playing socially awkward studios from Apple Podcasts. I'm having trouble getting that right now. Oh, of <laughs> course, of course, of course you would. Right now you would. Earlier today, 
earlier I today, it was fine. Did not disappoint. That was amazing. Oh, that was fantastic. I got exactly what I wanted <sighs> from that. Was all like, I'm having trouble. Yeah, I'm having trouble too. It, what, what, I, what I love is that it says that it's, it, it didn't say it was having trouble until after it started saying it was going to play. But it also was trying to pull from Apple instead of pulling from Amazon. Like I said, this was something I just <laughs> literally did today. So it might not be might not be a hundred percent ready across the board. Okay, I'm sorry. But this is this is the build up to the joke, but mm-hmm. I think you just need to call a, a title the episode going, Alexa, please play socially awkward, and then just going, I'm having trouble finding that right now. Like, like, and everyone would be like, what are they talking about? And then it's literally this end, and we're like, okay, here's the last song, and we're out. You know, but that was fucking hell. I wish Matthew was here for that. That was spectacular. Alexa, you did not disappoint. Thank you. Changing the show title. There we go. Anyways, um, but okay. so in the near future, <laughs> it should be very easy to find our stuff on the Amazon Echo devices because we are listed in Amazon Music. Uh, you what? What's funny is earlier today, after I tested it, it did it. I did it. I did the exact I'm same thing. I said sure the exact same command, there. and I'm then it sure came up. Because it came up saying playing the latest episode of Socially Awkward Studios and like started playing and i was like yeah all right um the funny part is the funny part is it's like whatever would have happened i still would have been this excited because if it actually started playing it i've been like oh that's fucking cool i wish i had like one of these units now but the fact that it just totally like was just like hey fuck you (laughs) normally normally if it can't find something it like tells me beforehand like it says i don't know what you're talking about like no, this really one says, I'm playing this. And then I said, nah, actually, I'm not. God damn it. I'm stealing that and putting it into like something that I am I will never do in the future. But oh my God, was oh that fantastic. God. That was that was uh, great. But anyways, Eric, uh, I don't know if you, your song is going to top that glee. I feel like I just want to end the show now, but I don't want to cut you off from a song. I, I want to play this song because this is, this is the song. Um, th- this was the first song that came up that... I was listening to, and this was the opening act for the show that I went to last night. Timestamp that. I want that as a fucking, like, like sound drop or something. It's, it's right it's, around the, well, I, after I do the edit, I have no idea what that is. Sorry, I'll let you know. Sorry. I will let you know. I will let you know. Wrap up. We're going to wrap up. Eric's going to play his track. I'm sorry. I'm putting myself hey, You're up. the one who's got to get up at work in the morning. I don't, so <laughs> don't matter to me. Um, no, I, I wanted to play this track because this is, like I said, this was the opening act for the uh, group that I went to see yesterday, which is uh, Sub Radio, which I've played a few of their tracks previously. Uh, I'm not going to play one of their tracks tonight, but uh, I've played them previously. Um, Highly recommend. Check them out. This is a group called Honest Men, and uh, or Honest Man, sorry. Wait, no, I apologize. Honest Men, it is men. Anyways, they they were up on stage, and they were sounding okay. I was like, okay, you know, I can dig this. And then they played this song, and I was like, hey, this song's on my playlist. Like, they're covering a song that I know. That's cool. Okay. Groovy. And then I was like, but who But who sings? Like, who's the original? Like, oh, man. It's, I'm racking my brain. I can't remember who who plays this normally. And so, like, after the show, I get in the car and I'm like, okay, I got to find out who sings this song, right? And I go and I look in my own playlist. And from multiple years ago... This song is in here, and it's by the group that I saw last night, 
as the opening act for Subradio, Honest Men. So uh, one of two of their songs that they played that were already on my playlist. But this is the one that, like, the first one that threw me. It was like, this. oh, I know this song. Hey, that's cool. Um, this is called I'm Okay. It's by the Honest Men, and it's uh, it's track. So I'm going to play it. A good degree, a movie screen, commercial, but to my defeat My mind's a mess, the guilty stress impress you My philosophy is that the more I give, the more you see What I do, tell me I'm alright I'm in a good position to lose it again The cards are dealt and my hand is in The push and pull in my own chagrin I'm alright not expecting a track like that that was really solid i added that to the list so thank you for that wow <clears throat> check out the other one that i uh threw in there yeah, from them as well too because that was a good track also and i again like i was like i'm like i've i've been i've been rocking this on my playlist for like a year or more at least and suddenly like the group like i was like 
I was mad at myself that I didn't write, didn't know that it was them. Like I, I felt bad. I'm wondering, since they went on tour with the band that you saw, I'm wondering if like those music kind of have like the same genre. So like when you're like trying to throw those tracks in, you're like, oh, I kind of dig this track, blah blah blah. But it's also because it's like you also like this band. Yeah, it's it's very possible it popped up on a Discover or something like that, and I dug it and threw it on the list. Um, but I feel like they were like further back. I'm I'm like, man, I think I I feel like I've been jamming to this song for a while. That's why I felt like it felt like almost like it was a cover to me when I, when they were playing it. I was like, all right, yeah, Hey, I know this song. Like I wasn't expecting to know any of the songs that they're playing. And then they dropped two tracks that I knew. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. No, yeah, no, that's really, no, you're good on that one, because that happens to me, too, where it's all like, because I have, like, some shit, again, before we even started the playlist we were talking about, that will come into my wheelhouse again, and I'm like, oh, shit, and I'm like, wait, this is an old fucking song, and I'm still dropping it into, like, the playlist, so it's, you know, it's good, though, I like that kind of stuff, but yeah, that was good, Um, but anyways, uh, I'm just, I got it, I got it, this is, this is, this is the one, Um, Matthew? We'll see you next week. But uh, Eric, Alexa, it's been a blast. But now it's time to tap that sass. Shit, I'm out. Mm-mm. Fuck this shit, I'm out. No thanks. Don't mind me. I'ma just grab my stuff and leave. Excuse me, please. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Nope. Fuck this shit, I'm out. All right, then. I don't know what the fuck just happened, but I don't really care. I'ma get the fuck up out of here. Fuck this shit, I'm out.